Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us. It is a fantastic Monday. If you've been around the podcast for any amount of time, you know that Mondays are more often than not growth nugget day. It's it's a bite-sized topic for your small business brain to chew on. And we've also recently been getting good feedback by switching to themes. And so our theme for this week that we're going to center every conversation around, every topic, growth nugget, growth segment is going to be priorities. And really how to, how to find priorities during spring rush, how to locate priorities during the chaos that is your life right now as a small business owner. And so that's what we're going to do on this growth nugget. And I do want to take a little time where we're, we're getting a lot of new listeners here as of late. A lot of you guys are, are sharing the podcast on your story and, and sharing it with your friends and, and your buddies. And oh, like we, we really appreciate that. And so we want to make sure that we acknowledge those new listeners and uh, give them a little, little reference for what the Lawn Care Leaders podcast is about. So bear with me if you guys are an existing listener, but to you new listeners, we do a growth nugget. We like to drop those on Monday. And then Wednesdays, we usually do a documented episode of our company at Green Egan Lawn, or we'll do an interview, or sometimes it's just kind of another sit down, hang out with another business owner. And then Friday, we have the People's CFO, which is Zach Miller, my business partner in Lawn Care Leaders Coaching and Community. And we deep dive on whatever theme we're doing that week. And we call that a growth segment, a little more long form, a little more heady, but it's all meant to help you, the business owner, become a better owner, become a better leader. And our mission here, guys, our mission to you new listeners is to get you to stop working a job start owning a business, and enjoy having a life. And so that's what we intend to do every single day, every time we post, every time we add a podcast, every time we upload a YouTube video or a LinkedIn post, we want to help you get through that process. So that's what we're about, man. That's what we're about. We appreciate you guys joining us. It is, it's been a fun week. We're coming, coming off of Mother's Day. All you moms out there, you're amazing. I love Mother's Day. Moms are, they have the single most important job in the world, right, guys? I mean, they have the most important job in the world. What could be more important than raising your kids, pouring into your grandkids? That's the future. That's the legacy. Every time you look at, you look at your wife, you look at your mom, they have, they have the most important job in the world. So hopefully you guys got to celebrate your mom and your wife, your spouse, if you guys have kids. So, all right, let's jump into it. Priorities. What we've been seeing, guys, is there is, there's a, a shift that has to happen. If you're going to stop working a job and start owning a business, a mental shift eventually has to happen where instead of you're just taking action, action, action wherever you can, well, eventually you're going to get so busy, you start to realize I can't do everything. 
I need people to help me. I need more equipment. That's what we touched on last week with our theme. But also, I can't, I can't do everything. And I, as much as we think we can with technology, you cannot be in more than one place at once. As much as we think we can, you can't multitask as good as you think you can. I struggle with this. I'm, I am, I'm the guy that I would rather just run a million miles an hour and see what all gets done and then recalibrate at the end of the day and say, okay, what mistakes did I make? What relationships did I hinder? What issues are we having? What pain points do we need to address? And then we pick up the pieces and we do it all again the next day. Well, the, the problem with that is, number one, you will experience some burnout. And number two, if you're like me, you start to do multiple different things at an average level. And that's what we want to try to avoid. As you move from just a guy that works in the business to a guy that works on the business and actually is an owner, you have to be prioritizing your schedule. You have to know what is the most important thing. And so there's a couple matrix that we're going to look at today. The first is important versus urgent. We're going to briefly touch on this one, guys, because we have done podcasts on this before, but important versus urgent just says important up top, and then you draw a straight line, and at the bottom, it says not important. And then you draw a horizontal line, and on the left side, it says urgent, and on the right side, it says not urgent. And you're going to go through and you're going to categorize your schedule. Hey, what's important and urgent? What's important and not urgent? What's not important and not urgent? That's the stuff that we're going to drop off of our schedule. And what you'll see is the most important work, the things that you need to focus on, your focus time, your casting vision, your ownership, your working on the business, are those things that are important but not urgent. It's just like anything else in life, right? The most important things are important but not urgent. Working out in the moment, doing devotions, conversations with your spouse, creating memories with your kids, pouring into your leadership, developing them, any great relationship. Those are all important but not urgent things. Well, what can happen is if not tended to and if not time blocked properly, those things that are important but not urgent can eventually become overweight and you're having health issues. Those teeth that you put off so long can eventually become more urgent because it's causing you pain. You can't think about anything else except for getting to the dentist. And so that, that number one is one of the best matrix to look at. It's the four square matrix, important versus urgent. And I see so many guys, I even see it with our existing turf route managers where they'll be going throughout their day and they're just, they're just a, they're just a slave to the urgent. They're just roped in to the urgent. And so they're doing something and bing, something goes off and then they're, and then they're focusing on that or, or one thing happens to them in their route. And now it derails their entire day because what happened was urgent, but it wasn't the most important thing. And so knowing what are my most important activities as a business owner are going to help you craft your schedule for the week because it's so, so easy. I was actually, it's funny, the, 
message that I had in church ties in with this a little bit. And the pastor was saying this past weekend that whenever a notification goes off on your phone and interrupts you from something important that you're doing, something that you're working on, on average, it takes you 15 minutes to get back to the same level of focus and intensity and quality of work as you were before you were interrupted. That's insane. That's insane. And then not to mention, most of us have every single notification turned on. So imagine you get 100 notifications during the day. How many freaking minutes are you wasting? And maybe you're not wasting as many minutes jumping back into it, but are you doing your best work when you jump back into it? That's the question. There's little things that we can do, guys, to make sure that this is not happening. Number one, I would say time block your schedule and make sure that your most important work is getting done. Make sure that your most important work is time blocked first, your focus time, and then everything else can backfill in around it. Also, I would go in and actually update your notifications. And there's certain things that I allow to be notified, like my my text messages, obviously, if my wife texts me, I want to see it. Some of my key leaders text me, but other things, like I don't get a notification every time I get an email. I don't get a notification every time somebody likes or sends me a DM on Instagram. Really, it's my calendar, my text messages, and if somebody calls me. Those are what I'm, I'm getting an alert on. Everything else I have turned off. Everything else, I'm going to tell that when I'm going to give it time. It's not going to tell me It's not going to be begging and pulling at my shirt for time when I'm focused on something else because it's so, so easy with how everything is created today, all the automation to just be tied to the urgent and never get that most important work done. All right, four square matrix. Number two, this one comes from a guy in our group. Shout out, his name's John. I'm I'm in a small group. I, uh, I, I eat the, eat the food that I preach to you guys. I take the medicine that I preach to you guys, which is you got to get around good coaching. You got to get around people better than you. You've got to have mentors, people that are pushing you. And in my small group, we went over this and I've, I've now coached people through it. I mean, just this past week, I walked a couple guys through it and it's something that I use whenever there's just kind of chaos swirling around somebody's role. Or whenever somebody is just like in over their head and they're not sure, okay, what's the next step? And well, should I be doing this or should I be doing that? And my role has changed. And so now I'm trying to figure out what, I, what I'm doing and well, I'm not selling as good as I should be. Like all of these things that you guys are experiencing during spring rush, it's real life. And so I'm just trying to give you a couple quick tools. This is not stuff, guys, that I think is going to be super high level strategic operational type stuff. It's not meant to be corporate-y. It's just very practical stuff that you guys can do. I mean, shoot, you can go home tonight, plop down on the couch, pull open your phone and work through these matrix that I'm giving you. You can pull open a notepad while you're at quick trip in the stall and jot this down. <laughs> there, It's just very practical stuff. So this one, it is the like and hate matrix. So draw a four square matrix, a line going up and down. Up top, you're going to put like. At the bottom, you're going to put hate. 
and then a horizontal line. On the right, you're going to put good at, and on the left, you're going to put bad at. And by now, you can see where I'm tracking. So this, guys, is just meant to help you gauge where you're spending the majority of your time. So after you get this outlined, underneath, I just want you to put all of the major tasks, responsibilities, to-do lists, items on your plate. Jot them all down. And then what you're going to go in is put in, putting them in each category. What do I like and what am I good at? Put that in the top right corner. What do I like, but what am I bad at? Put that in the top left corner. What am I good at, but I hate? That goes in the bottom right. And then lastly, this is the stuff that, ooh, this is the stuff that you need to be running from, but what am I bad at and I hate? Put that all down in the bottom left-hand corner. Now, you have quickly calibrated where you're spending the majority of your time. You've quickly calibrated what you're good at and what you like. And I would say one little disclaimer on this, maybe get some feedback from your key leader, your best friend, your dad, somebody that you trust, that you look up to, have them look at this and be like, oh yeah, I think you're tracking correctly with yourself here. Or maybe they're like, eh, you know, you're not as good at that as you, as you think you are. Actually, uh, Jim Brown over here is a little better. So take a look at this. Now, what you like and what you're good at, you need to be spending the majority of your time on. 70% of your time needs to be spent on what you like and what you're good at. The other 20%, you're going to spend on things that you hate, but you're good at especially for you guys with less than five team members. There are things that as a business owner, you just have to eat it. You just have to get it done, grind your way through it. You're good at it. You may not like it, but your business is not at enough scale to where you can hire this out yet. And so you have to press on for the good of your business. That's the other 20%. The last 10% is going to be what you're bad at and either like or hate. And here's, here's what I want to get this message, message across here is these are going to be the things, guys, that you're going to delegate, hire for, or you're going to automate these things. So you're going to delegate it, you're going to automate it, or you're eventually going to try those things and realize I've just got to delete this completely from my schedule. So you don't want to live here too long. You don't, you don't want to be performing this task too long, especially if you're bad at it and you hate it. Really what you would like to do is begin to spend 10% of your time trying to delegate that. So don't spend much time on the task in particular. Really just focus on how can I get this off my plate to somebody that is so much better than I am. One thing that this does for me when I look at this, you know, I, I think about training. Like, I love training the guys out in ride-alongs and, and helping them through current situational stuff. But to actually go through the training process with new hires from start to finish, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty bad at it. And I don't like it. And because I'm bad at it, it could be that that's why I hate it. But either way, when you hate something and you're bad at it, that's not, not a good combo. So what did I do immediately? And honestly, Tiago's like this with training as well. 
him and I, we're okay out in the field, but start to finish with new guys, we just, we're moving so fast, we skip over so much that we're both actually pretty bad at it. And so what do we do? We have, we have a guy, Sean, on our team. He is amazing at training, fantastic. He's good at it and he likes it. He enjoys the extra responsibility, but he's just, he's really, really good at it. And so we begin to spend our time delegating to him. I mean, immediately when, when we could offload that, we knew that that was going to free up more time for us to go and focus on things that we like and that we're good at. You guys can also use this role. So we're talking about priorities here, right? I'm telling you that 70% of your time should be spent on things that you like and you're good at. One thing this can also help you with, though, is an existing role or a new role. And so you might have a guy that's in an existing role and he's struggling. And you begin to write down all of his responsibilities and you start to realize like, oh man, we got, we got Jim Brown over here and he is in charge of all landscape enhancements, but he's really not that good at it. And he doesn't like it that much, but he's spending the majority of his time there. Well, what is he good at? Well, he's good at, he's good at mowing. He, he's not a detailed guy, but he pumps out mowing like nobody's business. And he actually manages a crew pretty well and all the guys like him but you've got him doing one-off landscape enhancements and usually it's just him on the property, of course it's going to be a disconnect. Now, I've simplified this story to make it easy for everybody to, to palette and understand, but this situation happens day in and day out where you put the wrong person in the wrong role and they're failing and you feel like it's their fault. And it is to some degree. Sometimes it is their fault, but maybe they're just doing something that they hate. And guess what? Most things that you hate, you are not going to be good at. And so the two go hand in hand. You know, oftentimes the thing you hate is something you're going to be bad at. The thing you hate, if you're forced to do it, you're not going to be very efficient at it. And so I love just taking a step back. Now I've recently learned this, but I've been, I've been trying to implement it into my company, Green Again Lawn. I've definitely been implementing it as I'm walking through coaching calls with guys. It's just so helpful. It's so practical. I think you'll be surprised at how much this helps you with your team, how much this helps you with your schedule. Now, as we're, as we're wrapping up this growth nugget, guys, I've given you two different matrix really practical ways. One thing that I just want to level with you on right now is make sure that as you're hustling, as you're grinding, you are going back to your high level numbers. And this is where me and Zach will probably sit with a lot of this during our growth segment. But it's just whenever you go back to your numbers and you look high level, what is what is yielding me the best return? What is yielding me the most profit? Which technician is the most efficient? Which route is yielding me the best profit? Which zone has the best clients? Which service is giving me the most headaches? Which service is the most profitable? Which service is the least profitable? As you begin to back into some of these things from a high level, you begin to see, okay, well, shoot. I like, cause this is what I've seen a lot lately. I've seen guys where 90% of their headaches is coming from the least profitable service. You know, guys are out mowing 
They do landscaping. They do irrigation. They do apps. And 90% of their problems and 90% of their time and 90% of their hiring is going towards mowing. Yet that's only 10% of their, their overall revenue. And so they're making these massive resource allocation adjustments. They're making these massive investments. They're making these massive moves for something that is urgent, but in my opinion, not important. Now, again, I've simplified this, but I think you guys will be able to get the overall theme here. I'm not saying mowing is inherently bad. What I am saying is get at a very high level, look at your business and make sure that you are allocating the most time and the most money into something that's yielding you the biggest return. That's your job as a business owner, right? Somebody who's just running a company, yeah, you're just going to manage what you have. Eat the crap, move forward, hire another mowing crew, move on. Hey, that guy's failing as a landscape installer. Rehire somebody, insert them, move on. That's, that's not what we want to do though, guys. That's just working a job. You're trying to own a business. So how can you pull yourself out and above the situation, look down on your company, look at what is yielding me the best return in all areas, in my marketing, in my profit, with my team. Now, how do, how do I as the owner allocate my resources appropriately to double down on what's working and offload what's not? That's what priorities will do for you. When you begin to focus attention on something positive, it's only going to enhance. We've said it a lot on this podcast, but what you focus on expands. And so if you're continually focusing on things that are urgent and negative and not yielding a net positive return, those things are going to expand. If you're focusing on things that you're bad at and that you hate, those things are going to expand And when it expands, it's taking up more of your time. It's taking up more of your resources. And here's the big one. It's taking up more of your mental capacity. So by using these matrix, we're not just saying, oh, you're just going to identify this and switch your schedule around and you're going to time block. And now I'm saying if you understand this, and I'm, I'm saying if you understand your priorities, it is one of the easiest ways to get some mental margin for you as an owner had this conversation just with Tiago this morning. I'm like, man, I'm feeling guilty. I'm dropping the ball here. I'm dropping the ball there. I'm just, I just need to reorient my focus on these guys right here. I need to reorient my focus on this group. And if I drop the ball there, I should feel guilty. I just had a big shift though. I was like, you know, I've got my priorities over here and I'm just stretching myself too thin. But if I can just focus on this group right here, narrow in, these are what's yielding the biggest return. This is where the sustainability of green again is going to be built on. That's where my priority should be. It was just so helpful. It was such a good conversation. Helped me with my mental margin. And it goes back to the 80-20 rule, guys. The longer I've been in business, the more I realize the 80-20 rule is so true. 20% of your team are going to yield 80% of the sustainability and growth and profit and new sales for your company. 
That's crazy. 20% will yield 80. The, the opposite is true, guys. You, sometimes you've got 20% of your clients giving you 80% of your problems, just like I explained with mowing. I mean, if you're out there and you've got, you've got this massive company with different service scopes, make sure as you grow and scale into other services that you're not getting out of whack to where 20% of a certain service is giving you 80% of the problems. And that 80% of your focus is only yielding maybe 20% of your overall net profit. If that happens, you need to take a step back and begin to get above the situation and think creatively. If that happens, take those problems and take them to this four square matrix of what's important, what's urgent. What do I like? What do I hate? What am I good at? What am I bad at? And begin to just build your schedule from there. I'm hoping, guys, that here in under half an hour, I've given you some quick tools and resources to just navigate the rest of the season. So I know you're overworked. I know you're tired. I know you've got more business than you could ever imagine staring you in the face. I know you've got team member issues, equipment issues, but it is your responsibility as the owner to make sure that you are working on the most important things as much as possible. The tasks, the phone calls, the emails, they're always going to be there. That's never going to change. And we all have the same amount of time. We all have the same amount of time in a day. So how does one guy over here work the same amount of hours as you do, but make more money? How does he get more done in a day than you do when you're working the same amount of time? It is all of these little tools, guys. It's all of these little tweaks that make you more efficient, that make you a better leader, and ultimately lead you to stop working a job so that you can actually start owning a business and you can enjoy having a life. Hey, it's been fun. I've enjoyed this one. This one I'm passionate about because I know that if you make some adjustments, you reallocate where your priorities lie, it can really move the needle for you quickly. So have a good week, my friends. This week, stay up to date. I know I know, guys are going to be listening to this podcast later on. They'll be a little confused. But for you regular listeners, you subscribers out there, hey, go over, follow our story on Instagram. I'm going to be heading on a little trip to Myrtle Beach. I've got some of my buddies going, some family. And then Zach Miller, the People CFO, will be there. So if you live in that area, hit us up. We'd love to reach out to you. And Zach and I and my brother and one of his business partners, we're going to be doing a, a special episode as well out there. So it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you follow along. We're going to uh, vlog the whole trip on some Instagram stories, and then we'll also have it up on YouTube as well. So going to be a lot of fun. Hope you guys keep at it. And uh, I, I enjoyed this one for real. I really did. Yo, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys, and we would really appreciate you leaving a review. It would mean a lot to us. Take care, and God bless.